I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everyone, welcome back. It is season three of More Than Just a Podcast. Just More podcast. Than Just a Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Who'd have thought it? We're here again. Yeah. How is everyone? I'm here with Reese, Sean and John. Everyone's Terrific. here. Hello. Do you have a good summer? Uh, not bad. Can't complain. What about you? Oh yeah. Had my car stolen, then it wasn't stolen, then I got it back again. Yeah, great. But Super. that's all from West Ham related activity. It's yeah, not it from your summer off. Uh, no, I didn't have a summer off. I just worked. Crime never sleeps. I thought you went to Turkey. Oh, yeah, I did go to Turkey, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I went to Turkey as well. That's it hard, doesn't he? He does get And I'm off to Cornwall hard. next week. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'm a millionaire. So, shall we start by talking about the. First game of the season, the, the, the or, victory. Or we're going to start with the John Carroll experience before the game. Because uh, that was the build-up to the game. Yeah, I suppose We so. should explain that, because there was a lot of coverage on that. Oh, like the pre-season purchases. No, we've got that later on the running oh, order. Oh, I haven't yeah. read that. You've got your glasses on, haven't you? It's right yeah. in front of you. You should I be know. reading it, really. So, George, explain the bet. Uh, two seasons ago now. Well, a year ago. Uh, before Andy Carroll joined us on loan. I was very excited by the fact that he could be joining us and John believed he never would. So I challenged him to that and, and John said, well, if Andy Carroll signs for us, I'll go to a West Ham match wearing Andy Carroll top and a ponytail wig. A ponytail is what he I said. He actually said a clip-on, but we expanded that. Yeah. So we, we when he signed on loan, anyway, when he signed on loan... first season. When, did, when what, he signed renamed? on loan. Is that the word renamed. you're trying to look for? <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> starting already. What I did was say that he wasn't our player. He was on he was on loan, so it d- didn't officially mean that if he was it's our good player. enough for Paddy Power to pay out, it's good enough for us. So I didn't have to last season. But then this summer he went and signed. So against Cardiff, John, I'm sure you've all seen the pictures. Let's face it. It's on our Facebook, on page, our Facebook page, which I thought it was a good look. Facebook.com/slash/mongers podcast. Thank you. Yeah, and a I video. Felt really comfortable. And on YouTube. <laughs> 
<laughs> John Carroll is now famous. You looked it. You carried it well. And, and one story we haven't told on Facebook yet is we got to West Ham Tube Station and six kids and their dad came up and said, could we have their, our picture taken with you? So he had to stand there with his wig, his Andy Carroll top. John never wears a football top to football, by the way. And had his picture taken with six kids. He doesn't like much Again. like kids either, do you? So you had three things you don't like. That was a good 12th birthday. Yeah, it was a good day on Saturday, wasn't it? <laughs> we had a we had a good day. We were very excited with the whole John Carroll thing. We had a good game, and we had a good afterwards, didn't we? John? It was good. Yeah, it was a good laugh. Should we talk about football now? Then, yeah. West Ham United had forty eight percent possession. Cardiff had fifty two. Yeah. West Ham had eighteen shots with four on target. Cardiff had twelve shots with just one on target. We play on the floor. We play on the floor. We were very good. We were very good. There were shaky times in the second half where they could have nicked one whilst it was 1 0. But we held strong. We passed we a lot of firm. Balls. I didn't think we ever looked particularly uncomfortable. I no, we, we didn't. Good. I thought we looked like something we haven't looked like for a long time, which is a team. I thought they all looked sort of like a proper team effort going on. I thought it was a good yeah. performance. It did surprise me on the lineup, though, and this is not just because my fantasy team, but I'm really surprised Rat didn't start. And he started with Joe O'Brien, but Joe O'Brien had a good game. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's just management, isn't it? Just well, just stay with what you know. Keep your and Downing didn't start, obviously. Start with Joey Cole, and of course, he keep, got the gut. Yeah, keep the team morale and adjust it as he sees fit, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you say, Sean O'Brien did have a very good game, I he thought. Did. He yeah. did have a good game. And yeah. then when uh, Downing came on, for that last twenty minutes or so, he you liked the look of Downing, didn't you, Dad? I thought he was really impressive. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't ever over impressed by him. He's so hot and cold, but I thought he looked really good. So I was pleased. Do you prefer that. your men hot? I prefer it when he's hot, and yeah. not cold. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, Yussi, st- still start with Yussi. Do you think Yussi will be our main keep all the way through? Adrian will get a chance or not? Who? Sorry, Who? Adrian. Adrian. That didn't sound anything like what you said. Adrian. <laughs> Uh, I think Yussi's number one. Yeah, I don't change it. Finland's, Finland's number one. Finland's. I think that was always the case, wasn't it, when they signed him? He looks good, though. I, lo- I watched uh, a lot of the friendlies. Uh, I went to the uh, Pacos Friera match where I got my car towed away. But also I watched all the Germany and court games on West Ham TV. Um, so I watched them all. And, um, you know, there's some good old... Adrian looked good. When he, he came on, he usually came in the second half. Uh, his distribution is very good. A lot better than Yussi's. His what, sorry? Distribution. Oh, right. Huh. Which Yussi's not very good at. If you if there's one criticism you want to make of Yussi... But he does keep the ball out. Yeah, but he's not, he's not... It's not like ever cost us dearly, is it? No, perhaps not. But you want, you want a goalkeeper with everything, don't you? He's all right. You want oh, a goalkeeper that's hot? Mm. Or not. I think he proved himself second half last year and deserves his place right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Mm. So, um, how about the player stats from West Ham till I die, George? Joey Cole. Joey Cole tops the charts with worthy? a big 8 out of 10. Is he a 60-minute player, though? Yeah, but if that's what you can get out of him, you can get out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Why, okay. why would you think that though? Is that it? Just that's what he seems to be. Just does he seems to run out of steam after sixty minutes? That's what I've seen in the friendly. He just doesn't seem to have the fitness anymore. I know he's only thirty-one, but he he plays like 
someone who's a lot older. I don't. I don't know. You you seem to think that he has a separate training. Yeah. All this Does sort he? of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Stuart Downing's a close second to him. Yeah. Which worthy, is interesting because he's only twenty minutes. Had twenty minute game time. I think time. people were getting a bit overexcited there. Uh, Winston Reid third. Thought he was very solid once yeah. again. Allardyce fourth for his substitutions, I guess. Mm. Uh, at the bottom was Vazte. Well, you missed out the army who got man of the match, by the way. Yeah, but he's fifth. Well, yeah, we've got to go down the whole chart. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the army actually got the official man of the match. My stream uh, cut out for second half, so I didn't see it. I've seen the highlights and that, but I actually thought Miger did a job. Really? Not not attacking wise. From from comparing him to Cole, I was expecting the ball to fly off his foot. Oh, what, to be fair, yeah. But as Remember in him. Carlton Cole. But to be fair, still without a club. He's, he's not. Don't get me wrong. You, there's a lot of players that are a lot better than him. But for someone to hold the ball up, he's an improvement on last year. You're saying he's got the skills. What he didn't have was the. Uh, I would say he didn't have the passion or the. Yeah, he, he he was second to the ball all the time yeah. when he was chasing mm. down. But so. but for general, when it did come to him, he controlled it well. He controlled it, well. laid it yeah. off. He's which, got it. But I can which tell you, right? I watched all the friendlies, and he missed a hell of a lot of sitters. Oh yeah, the go, going forward, you know, he's got to put the. He's a forward. He's a mm. striker. He's got to put the ball in the back of the net, and he fails to do that on a regular occasion, which is what Carton Cole did. Mm. Now I say, if if Saint Etienne comes in for him on loan, let him go as long as we can get a replacement striker. But how more on that later. How long is Carroll? Quickly. Um, Six foot three. Yeah, he's he's oh, another. He's quite big. Another two weeks. Another two weeks. See, yeah. that's not that much of a problem. Two to then. three weeks. Just added a week then. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah well, well two, that's probably two, two, good because uh, in a minute we'll hear what the gaffer has to say. Well, should we do that now? All right. Should we hear what well, the? Let's have a listen to what the gaffer has to say. A little stuff for you, that. Yeah, I'm uh, delighted with the players. I think that. Um, we we had probably probably the best pre-season this season uh, since I've been here. We're settled, players settled, um, not as many disruptions over the last two years. Uh, a complete pre-season without any serious injuries. Uh, some good results and some not so good. Uh, but the lads starting to focus technically and tactically on the... Uh, basics that they need to do and get the best out of themselves and achieve results. And I think we saw the whole of that come together today. You don't expect to dominate a game um, from start to finish. Uh, we dominated the game for the entire first half. Joe Cole should have had an hat trick. Uh, certainly we, with the goal he scored was the hardest chance of the three he had. He, it's a great goal though, but he's a disappointed missing the other two. Uh, we then had Cardiff came out and had a spell just, be, just after half-time. Uh, and then we just showed our defensive side, our resilient side, our, our chances that um, Cardiff may have good possession in our half, but they're not going to get any chances. So when you look at the stats as I've done there, they've had one shot on target in the entire game. Um, I think the only real clear-cut chance they had towards the end off a cross from the right, which you know might have easily been a goal, but, the, but he put it over the bar. So defensively, exceptionally good and sound. And on the front line, especially the second goal, creative, good play. Um, great in possession in the final third, created chances and gave the crowd some really good entertainment today. How much pleasure does it give you, Sam, when you're able to leave the likes of uh, Stuart Downing and Razvan Ratz on the bench today, two of your big signings in the summer? Well, it's not only that. We, we had the, the, very, the disappointing news for Jack Collison and Matt Taylor was they couldn't get on the bench. Um, and with um, George McCarthy on the way back and Andy Carroll, 
you know, we've got a good squad, you know, and I think that they've got to overcome that disappointment and make sure that when they get the opportunity to get on the bench or on the, on the pitch, which they will do throughout the season, that's why we've got the squad as strong as we've got, then hopefully we continue and grow on where we started today. How pleased were you with Stuart Downing's contribution when he came on, Sam? Excellent. Excellent. But I was more pleased for Muddy Bill Miger today because he got a big reputation from Solskjaer last year and it didn't actually work out. He's had the entire pre-season playing up front with us and the entire pre-season with the rest of the lads. And I think that stood him in good stead today. And he, he led the line for us today. You know, he did some good, really good work. Even though he didn't quite get the chance to score as he would have liked, he certainly did the job for us, which is very pleasing with Andy being out. This time last year you started with a home win and, and that sort of set the ball rolling. You started very well last year, three wins in your first six games. And that kind of set the tone. Are you looking for a repeat of that this year or, or maybe even better than that? Well, I'm not so sure about better than that, but I think that we set our, our games out in eight games of eight. Our phases are, are that. Our last uh, season, we had 14 points uh, out of the first eight games, and considering that was our first year in the Premier League and the disrupted pre-season, and I couldn't believe it, to be quite honest. So if we got to that again, I'd be absolutely delighted because, you know, that will, uh, that will take us into the position of saying, yes, we can you know, definitely finish in around 10th if we do that at the early part of the season. And the old saying goes, the thir first three points are just as important as the last. We've got the first three on the board, let's build from there. And just finally, we've spoken about the strength of your squad now, Sam. Do you expect other players to come in, maybe losing any players at all, or are you happy with what you've got now? If any, if any players came in um, now, it would, it would mean us selling a player before we brought one in. Um, on the new regulations, the budget is now spent and uh, we have uh, got what we have at the moment, which I'm very pleased about. And I think that uh, uh, as fit as we are now, uh, I wanted the lads to hit the ground 100%. I think they showed that today. And let's hope we can build from here. That was what the gaffer had to say, Sean. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that Joey Cole could have got a hat-trick, maybe two. But uh, I don't know. I didn't think... Cardiff look that great and I think they're going to really struggle this year and so I'm not sure how big a test it was I see Newcastle away as a bigger test for us so yeah let's let's see against Newcastle let's before see we start down. counting our chickens yet George well, we're watching Newcastle as we speak we are and losing to getting, getting anyway John, over. John you wanted to make a why, point yes why having watched your little thing you posted yesterday about David Gold on Sky yeah and what he's just saying there, why is it only people related to our club who keep talking about the wage restrictions and the new wage restrictions? And I haven't heard any other manager on Sky or anywhere talk about it. But I've now well, heard David Gold talk about it. Well, because we've spent a lot of money on a lot of... So, and so, Allardyce talk about it. So we spent a lot of wages on uh, Andy Carroll. Uh, Kevin Nolan's on very big wages. Um, but it's, it's about what you spent last year as well, John. So it's not... Everybody's got the same amount. And also, I think a lot of the other clubs... Well, is, it not, is it not a percentage of your income? Is that not it, how it can't, it? it can't raise from what it was last year. That, there's, a, there's a fact to that, right? So you can raise by a certain amount from last year. So the people who are playing big money, like Chelsea and Man United, don't have the same sort of restrictions. The other thing is, if you can bring money in from sponsorship, etc., it doesn't go towards it. So I think a lot of the other clubs are, bringing, are getting around this... Uh, financial fair play by doing other things. But why? Well, you look at you look at Tottenham. If you're saying that, it's a, I mean, what they've brought in already this summer, 
their wage bill must have massively increased. Well, the, you don't the, hear them moaning about. Well, they, they've obviously. I mean, there is a points deduction if you go against it, so they must be staying in it. We've been honest and said we're right up against it. And if you heard David Gold last night speak, he said Southampton must be there after they made their big purchase. How does he know? Oh, because everybody knows probably what who earns. Come on, all the agents know what all other players earn, so they can work it out. Well, you know, Car- it's probably Cardiff, a f- Cardiff has spent like twenty six mil this summer, and they looked awful. They did, but they won't always. There you go, two nil. We'll finish two the nil Man City. Anyway, so anyway. let's move on now to uh, to. Is it the last fan of the week, do you it think? It could be the last fan of the week, but we'll leave that until we've got a new feature. Oh, we got well, we have be. got one of the new features, though. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if that was a fan of the week season. today. That might last one episode. Uh, fan of the week for this week is a special fan of the week, isn't it, Sean? A bit of a coup for the oh, podcast. Yeah, yes. so uh, it's someone I've been following. So uh, someone who used to work <laughs> for West Ham, who joined Twitter. I know where he lives. Uh, <laughs> I know last he works. By the name of uh, X West Ham United employee, so E X W H U employee, uh, got about seven thousand followers. Uh, came on to right some of the wrongs that some of the in the nose are saying on Twitter, and uh, ITKs for those who don't yeah, know what ITKs. I mean. And yeah, he was asked uh, by another podcast to to go on, but uh, he'd agreed to do an interview for us first. Now, because he used to work for West Ham and he still knows a lot of people. Uh, we've had to disguise his voice. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't the best of recordings because uh, we did it over Skype, uh, or I did it over Skype. So hopefully you can hear it okay, but uh, we did have to disguise his voice so he can't be... If um, you can't, do let us know. And we'll, we'll happily, tell you. We'll happily, <laughs> we'll translate. S- happily send you the transcript. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, here we are. Here it is. Ex-West Ham United employee. Crack on. And we're welcome to more than just a podcast. It's the start of a new season. It's it's also a new fan of the week. We've got ex West Ham United employee. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So it's a bit strange uh, that we're we're not using your name, but we're going to go into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So on Twitter, uh, it, it seems about uh, last season that you uh, you appeared on the Twitter scene under uh, at EXWHU employee. Um, maybe we start there. What, what made you join? Obviously, you used to work for West Ham. What made you join Twitter in the first place? Um, I was on Twitter as a personal user, and I read some of the rumours that were being circulated by certain accounts. And I would sit in the pub with a few people or be out at work, and we would discuss uh, that they were quite ludicrous, to be honest. Um, so it kind of started as a way of bringing genuine, uh, you know, news that I knew was actually correct to, to the fans, and it kind of started off as a little uh, and a trial, and then it's obviously got a lot bigger than that, so I anticipated. So, yeah, you've got about 7,000 followers now, and, and what what are your aims now? Obviously, you wanted to correct some of the... The, the wrongs, mm-hmm. uh, what, what are your aims now? Um, I don't really know, mate, to be honest with you. See, see what happens. I, I guess I'm enjoying writing for Eyes and um, Views website, uh, and then yeah, a few people have approached me to do this sort of thing, so I'm just kind of taking these day as it comes, so to speak. Okay, so let, let's, let's ask the most obvious question. Mm-hmm. Why are you anonymous? Why do you decide not to give your name or to be recognised at all? And obviously that is why we are distorting your voice on the, on this interview today. Yeah, makes you sound a bit like a criminal, but it's, it's not that. It's, uh, 
just because obviously I get information from people that are still uh, connected to the club and working football and myself still working football. So if my name is out there as doing this sort of thing, I think A, it would discourage people from talking to me because they think it's going to go straight on Twitter the minute it does. And secondly, just when you're in kind of that sort of cycle, circle, sorry, you don't want people to want to know that what it's like. you go straight on Twitter. I just think it gets me more information than if people knew who I was and what I was doing. And also, it means I can go to, you know, the games as a fan and no one knows that I run that sort of account. Excellent. So let, let's start, let's, let's go into a bit of detail. You, you helped me out um, when I, I was asked as a fan to do an opposition view yeah. for the Colchester Friendly game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I asked you about your view on, on the youth setup. So which ones, um, you gave me some very good advice and I put that in there and tried to credit you as much as I could without naming you. Yeah. So tell us who are the ones to watch and uh, who, who's going to make the first team in your... Well, obviously you've got Ravel Morris and I think that's quite obvious to most having had such a good pre-season. I would be very surprised if he doesn't figure um, a lot this season. I'm very excited about him. He don't get it better reference than the one he did from Silas Ferguson, so obviously he's going to be the main one, and then you're probably looking at people like Hudson, Seth, possibly pushing for um, starts now, now and again. I mean, from the younger um, squads, like I've mentioned a few, like in, your, in that thing you did for the Colchester game, and on my own news website, um, Colin, uh, I've mentioned Sam Howes, who's uh, under 15, goalkeeper who's basically under 18 regularly is very highly rated and as I said the goalkeepers don't stick the English ones don't seem to really come through our academy um, in the last column uh, I did I spoke about Matt Carter who's uh, a really promising midfielder has uh, been trapped by a couple of the big teams Chelsea and Liverpool for example were sniffing around and he's got perfect physical attributes I mean he's the under 15's record holder um, for uh, the spa um, speed, power, agility, reaction, quickness test. Uh, he broke the record at under 15 level, so obviously all the physical attributes are there. But he's also got um, technical talent as well, so I would expect obviously he's only 15, 16, so it won't be this season, but certainly three, four years we've been looking at him. I think uh, Monka and Seb do have a chance, but they've got to get a loan spell uh, this year, probably, possibly to a championship team or. Uh, you know, okay, Wolves might be sniffing around as well, so possibly then. Right? But yeah, I think the future's bright. I mean, I'm always optimistic, but you know, I certainly think there's players there. So yeah, I mean, obviously we've got a very famous academy under under Tony Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't ask you your, whether you how well you get on with Tony Carr and your relationship with him, but yeah. you know, a lot of people have said that you don't get a, a chance under under Big Sam. Yeah. Do you think there is a future for the West Ham Academy and youth coming through to the first team? Yeah, definitely. I mean, people say they don't get a chance under Sam, which I guess could be true, but personally, I see it as if they're good enough they get a chance under Sam. Uh, people have talked about, you know, players like um, Robert Hallbacks and some of the other youngsters that have not played, and people have felt they should. Uh, I would back Sam's judgment on that, to be honest with you. And as David Gold has pointed out, none of these players have left, left West Ham under Sam. So talking, you know, Freddie Sears, Dennis Rush, Hines, um, you know, Speck, those sorts of people, none of them have gone on to play Premiership or prove us 
ultimately wrong as we are. So um, I'm sure Sam will play them if they're good enough, uh, such as the case with Morrison and Potts that's had the odd game. So yeah, I think it's more a case of being good enough rather than Sam not playing to you. Yeah, fair enough. Let's let's talk about the, the, the coming season. Um, you're, you're a West Ham fan. I understand you've been a West Ham, you know, for life, yeah. depart, despite working for them, and and you're still a season ticket holder. What, what's your hopes for this season? We finished tenth. What, where do you expect us to finish this season, and, and who do you expect to line up, and, and how do you think that season will go? Well, you obviously got to try and better your last season, or there's no progress. So I think you're looking at maybe an eighth place finish, eighth. Seven for eighth place, that would be a really good season in my eyes, and a good cut run as well. Uh, uh, I think we're capable of doing it, particularly with the signing of um, Downing. Now, I think with him and Jarvis on uh, either wing and Carroll up front, for me, that's a very good um, uh, final three, and I think it's building on our search from last year as well. I personally think we'll, yeah, we'll we'll have a good year, and I think understand I'm confident that we'll continue to get better and better. I'm with the chairman as well. Um, as as for the spot the team on Saturday, I think it's uh, yeah one that's been figuring quite a lot in pre-season. But either I'd say the defence would be very similar to last year. Plus, so we're playing at left back. Midfield again would be quite similar, but we have down in on the wing with Jarvis and at the moment Maiga up front because obviously Andy Carroll's injured but uh, I'd like to see people like Morrison coming on and featuring more but for me I don't think the team will be that different from uh, towards the end of the season just with Rats Downing and Maiga figuring this Saturday. Yeah, so let's talk about this Saturday. So I'm going. I'm really looking forward to it, and I assume you're going. Yeah, what, what, what's your prediction? How, who, who do you think line, will line up? Will Downing start? Will Joe Coe's Cole start? And, and what, who do you, what do you think the final score will be, and, and who will score the goals? Uh, it's a tough one to know at the moment. Whether Downing will start or not, because obviously Joe Cole's had a good pre-season, and I haven't heard of the team as, as of doing this interview, so I don't know at the moment. I mean, I've you think probably Joe Cole would start them um, and with Jarvis, but you know, without that at the moment, I don't know. Uh, the, the team uh, would be, I guess, uh, Yaskalin and DeMille, Rat, Collins if he's fit, which I think he is, and uh, Reed, and then midfield, Noble, Nolan, and Diano. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jarvis, possibly cold, possibly downing, and then my ego up front is what I would think the starting level would be. And obviously, Morrison's takes a good claim to think, and that's starting level, but I think he, he won't be. I'm always confident on the world. So, if West Ham did everything I predicted, we'd have won the league and possibly the Champions League by now. So, I'm not the best person to ask, but I would say we'd win 2 0. I think, obviously, Cardiff for a bit. Unpredictable at the moment, being a newly promoted team. I have a lot of fans that we really up for, and they've made some good signings as well. So they're quite unpredictable, but I'd like to think it'd be a 2 0 win. Uh, possibly a penalty, I can see it happening due to over um, enthusiastic backlinks every day from Cardiff. Um, possibly a penalty, and maybe uh, Nolan, because Nolan seems to score quite a few at the start of the season. So I'd go, I'd go with that. Excellent. So my last question. Mm. Top goal scorer. We'll be looking back at the end of the season. Who scores the most goals? Yeah. There's an obvious choice there. Yeah. But but do, do who do you think? Obviously, it wasn't the most obvious choice last year. It was Kevin Nolan who got it. Yeah. Who, who, who's, who's your tip and how many goals do you think they scored? Um, I think, with, like I said earlier in the interview, Jarvis and Downing supplying Andy Carroll. You can't really look much further than him, um, especially being the record signing and uh, pushing for the England squad for the World Cup as well. I think he's going to be looking for, you know, hopefully around about 15 goals. Um, obviously, Nolan will probably be second, but I think it also depends on who we sign. Um, I have heard from um, a few people that I know, and it seems to be the, the common theory on uh, Twitter at the moment that we're interested in a, an ex-striker of ours that is also known for scoring quite a few goals, so it will depend whether that actually materialises. Because we've got to sell players first, and also how many injuries Andy Cole has, how many starts this player will have. And, uh, yeah, but I would go with Andy Cole, and I'd go with 15 goals. Excellent. Well, ex-West Ham United employee, you've been our fan of the week on the first episode of the season uh, thanks very much um, if people want to follow you on Twitter if they're not already or uh, read your um, your blog where, where can they find both of those um, the blog is at ironsnews.com um, so I just Google it I think it was a thing off the top of my head although I'm not the most like team literate I think it's www.ironsnews.com lots of weekly column I do every Sunday so that'll be reflecting on um on the Saturday's game and also it covers some of the things I've talked about today and then my Twitter account which is XWHU employee um, so yeah just search for it on, on there well thanks very much keep up the good work and uh, hope to speak to you again soon yeah great thank you so there you go that was XWHU employee uh, as we mentioned that's very bad recording quality after the mm. voice distortion but we, we had to protect his identity I hope you can't you made, say he. I hope you made most of it down. Yeah. We, we can say it's a he. Okay. Does he know that? Yeah. <laughs> Does he know he's a he? Uh, so we're skipping that bit, aren't we, Sean? Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the summer transfer business and uh, possible outs, possible wins. So let's start <laughs> with the ins. Uh, obviously, we've got Adrian. Race, race, roll up. 
Sorry. Rats, Carol, rats. Downing. Shows you rat. Uh, and then we had Danny Whitehead. And, and, and I think Ravel Morrison and Aludiera are also like Who? new Who? signings. Who? Aludiera. Who? Aludiera. Do you mean Aludiara? Aludiara. <laughs> oh, that God. one. Yeah. So, what's the pick of the bunch? Obviously, apart from the obvious Andy Carroll. John Stuart Downing. Downing. Yeah? Yeah. So, David Gold pretty much admitted that we paid £6 million for him last night because he didn't argue that point. Good yep. value. He said it was a steal. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it, if we start to look to get rid of the likes of, say, Taylors and things, and you're starting to bring in Stuart Downing, that sort of quality player, we are progressing. Mm. So Stuart Downing alleged to be on 80 grand a week I can't, at Liverpool. I can't imagine he took a pay cut. You reckon we're paying him that much? I, I, well, I haven't got a clue. You're the man, Sean. Mm. You're the man. You're the one who knows this stuff. Apparently. So how about Rat? Let's go to Rat. So do you reckon Rat, he seems, again, looking at the friendlies. He is a football manager. He legend. looked good. He's going to call himself Roland Rat. He's already making the joke himself. Uh, but Joey yeah. O'Brien did really well. So it's it's going to be hard for him. But I think he's better than Joey he's, O'Brien. He, he's proven quality. He's got the potential. He is mm. proven quality. He did laugh when everyone was singing that song at him. Get your rats out Get for the lads. Get your rats out, yeah. <laughs> So let's get your rats out. So we've we've spoken about Adrian already. Who? Who? Adrian. Adrian. Uh, Ravel Morrison. Ravel. He did really well. Six goals in the friendlies. I watched him obviously score one in a few seconds when I went to Paco Riban, whatever they're called. Paco <laughs> Riban. <laughs> you went to the aftershave. I went to the, <laughs> the friendly. Pacos Fiera. All right. Um, and he scored in 20 seconds. He obviously scored five of the goals in the friendlies. Second chance? Uh, yeah, I hope From so. all the I mean, stuff that went on at Germany last year? It's just, yeah, you know, I mean, there's, there's lots of positive stuff coming out about him, so let's hope it... Question. Where? Who's Question. placed? Question. Was his destiny's who's, child? Whose place does he take, though? Who'd you drop? To I, the I don't. It's, it's going to be but a case. It? It's going to be the time and the place, isn't it? It's yeah. Be, so you don't, be, you're gonna not going to drop Noble player. or yeah. Nolan. But he's going to get the opportunity. Someone will either get injured or there'll be the cup game or there'll be something. He'll get his chance. And if he takes it, then that's where the problem really starts. You know where the obvious one is, is Nolan. Yeah. 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 But, but it's a good problem. Gonna, no, Nolan ain't going to be dropped, is he? No, not. He, well, he'd, he'd done well Saturday again as well, didn't he? Mm. So you, you, you just, it's a, it's a good problem to have, but it's not my problem, mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go <laughs> on the out. On so <laughs> goodbye to. Carlton Cole, who turned us down, apparently, no. according to Gold, he was no. offered a a, uh, a contract. He turned us down. Gary O'Neill left, uh, although he was offered a contract and, and went. That's to, a shame because um, we all QPR. dream we all dream of a team in Gary O'Neill's. Um, yeah, we do. Robert Hall <laughs> uh, dis- disappointed uh, that he had really high wage demands and, who was and left for Bolton. Well, I, I was disappointed. Was disappointed because you know, all right, it's going to tribunal. But I thought Robert Hall was one for the future. Yeah, there was a lot of, lot of talk about him being a, a top-quality player. So, uh, apparently, he wanted guaranteed starts. He wanted first-team wages. Um, his agent turned his head and, you know, off to Bolton he went. And, of course, we saw the end of the loan for Pogatetz and Shamak. Um, uh, we're probably gutting on those two. Who are we going to miss out of all of those the most? Shamak. Mm. No, seriously. Pogatetz. Seriously. You don't know. Hall, if Hall starts playing well... Gary, Gary O'Neill's the one we're going to miss. I'm going to say Carlton Cole. I miss him already. 
Mate, Gary O'Neill did a job. You know, Robert Hall could be. There was a lot of talk of him being a, a good striker, so mm. he could be. Who knows? Right, let's talk about possible out. So before the end of the transfer window, as we've already heard from Sam on the gaffer has to say, and David Gold on Sky, and David Sullivan in the Knees Up Mother Brown interview, we got a sale. If we want a striker on loan, which is the only thing we might get now, maybe Denver Bar, um, we have got to get rid of some wages. Yeah? So the ones I've heard are Henderson, our goalkeeper. He played at Ipswich. So Ipswich might be interested in him. Ricardo Vazte to Leeds or Forest. Matty Taylor to Leeds. George McCartney, anywhere we can find him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mega, Saint-Étienne. Diarra to any French club. <laughs> Diarra, French. French. And uh, Jack Collison, who, who's got, you know, I think he's, his injury, etc. I could see him being released. Who, who do you, do you, think who do you want to keep out of all of them? I, well, think, I don't know. I think Collison will be, will be just kept as a squad player. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he does bring... St- takes a lot of wages up, though, John. Does he, though? Well, I don't know Collison. I know Matty Taylor's on 30. I know Ricardo Vadstay's on 26 grand a week. I know George McCartney's on around 25. I don't know about Henderson, but if we, if Mega, we, Diera. If, I mean, McCartney, McCartney, I don't mind if he goes. Vastay and Taylor. If you're going to get rid of Vastay and Taylor and then get a striker in, we've got enough midfield players. It's so who would you keep out of all of those? Is there anyone you keep? Would you keep... I wouldn't go. I wouldn't bend over to keep any of them. No? no even Ricardo Vastay? Jack Collison, maybe. Yeah? Uh, I think Collison... It was showing a bit of form last season. He was starting to show a bit of... Yeah. But he's, he's, but he's, he's got this training programme yeah, for his knees. Very inju- yeah, he's very Same thing as uh, that guy in the wheelchair oh, that from guy. Spurs. Ledley King. Ledley King, yeah. In the wheelchair? <laughs> there was a spoof video on YouTube. Uh, and possible wins, finally. So I have it on very good authority. Uh, Denver Bar, on loan. It's a done deal that if... Rooney goes to Chelsea, big if, and we can trim our wage bill, that in principle we've done a deal for Denver Bar to come for us for a season. Although I understand he's on about 75 grand a week with Chelsea. so We're that, not paying that. Well, we would have to. Would we? Yeah. What's the other one, well, Sean? One ma- really and the other one is, one. is uh, Jermaine Defoe. So Ooh, we all know that Jermaine Defoe <laughs> had dinner in an um, eatery in... Um, Canary Wharf, and it was just a coincidence, it was told by Sam Allardyce. But I, again, I hear it from an, I, an ITK. They're so brilliant, I don't know. they are. They, they are, are I don't know. With a bit of pinch of salt that Karen Brady met with Defoe's agent. Might have just been a coincidence again. Oh. So, Denver Bar, I can't, Defoe. Wait, I, can't, I can't see Rooney going to Chelsea. I can't see that happening. All right, so Chelsea... What's his name? Might go to Chelsea. They can't, might need that strike the old... Barcelona striker that's in Angie Eto. Eto I, I would have Denver Bar back all day long. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, I'd have him back. I don't think at seventy-five grand a week. But he's, a, he's just a mercenary money grabber. He is, yeah. United aren't going to let Rooney go to Chelsea. I okay. don't think. I don't think. Well, let's go to Jermaine Defoe. Uh, Never. That won't happen. Really? I can't see no. that happening. Mate. He won't leave Tottenham. Well, we don't want to pay the money either. We, if we do anything, we want to do loans or. <laughs> Yeah, like I can't see. We want little catalogue sort of instalments. We need we someone. Mm. <coughs> Let's face it, it was, it was only sort of three weeks ago everyone was stressing out because realistically we had the same team that we finished last season with, with just the addition of Rat and Adrian. Can we carry on without a striker uh, in reserve? Potentially, but if 
Carroll's out again. How about Elliot Lee? Unproven. Unproven. Some, someone said to me at work today, he said that, you know, he went to get enough goals from the midfield until Carroll comes back. Yeah, it's possible. So it's, you know. Let's just pack the midfield, shall we? Play like Barca, yeah? Yeah. That's that. That's us. Yeah. Barcelona. Then Barcelona. Okay, so well, there you go. So, not long to go. What, two weeks left? Yep. Second of September, isn't it? Mm. At least not, we're not Arsenal. Did no. you not say to me, whether you were drunken or not the other day, did you not say to me that you've heard that Arsenal are going to come in for Winston Reid in the army? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I hear that obviously <laughs> Arsenal are likely to panic by. And Panic on their, goodbye. On their list, uh, they need a, a central uh, defence. Central Reed, they, they, they like him. And we know Diarmi is fancied as well. They um, used to like Collison as well, didn't they? Yeah, but I can't see them going for Collison now. But Diarmi Wenger, was quality the on Wenger Saturday. Is, I don't know if you saw today when he tried to buy. Who, who was it he tried to buy today for 10 mil? Panic goodbye. Panic goodbye. Yeah. So... You know, he's... Um, he hasn't, he hasn't. He doesn't Panic goodbye. Yeah, yeah I, I've got it. Um, What's the joke? What's the joke? What, what Panic buy. No, no, it's because no, his first name's like bread and everyone uh, everyone yeah. called him uh, Johan Kebab. Pan, pan yeah. Kebab. Let's call him Johan Kebab. That's his real name. But yeah. again, Wenger, undervaluing. Like sure does not to believe. <laughs> it's his own money. And I think he tries to get everyone on the cheap and no one's prepared to pay anything on the cheap. What, so 40 million and I, one I would, This will be a test. If a big money big comes in for Winston Reid... What's I big would be, money, Sean? Um, What's big money for Winston Reid? Winston Reid, uh, 10 mil. Big money. That's not big money. Well, I don't know. What would you value at Winston Reid? What would it cost to replace him? He's becoming slightly but surely... Uh, sort of 15 mil then. I reckon. I reckon sell at fifteen. I reckon. I know what I price. That's the question to you. What price would you sell I Winston Reid for? I wouldn't want to sell him. I'd like. Well, to everything has a price. Twenty mil, twenty-five mil. Yeah, no. Thirty mil, thirty-five. But would the see the thing is now two weeks to go. Would they sell someone like Reid and the army? Would they sell him? I hope not. So do I, I mean, we're forgetting Tompkins. You know, they always talk about um, reoccurring rumor of. of um, of Newcastle wanting Tompkins. Oh, we will see. Two weeks to go. I heard Newcastle came in for Tompkins and he didn't want to go. Good. So I nice think he comes from Basildon. He's better than Upson. James Tompkins. Whoa. I mean, Reid, Reid's <laughs> got a good few years. He's quite young, isn't he, Reid? Yeah. yeah. So he's got a good few years just to But anyway, himself. we're not a selling club anymore. But all I'd like to say is Liverpool are our feeder club now. It's official. Really? Yeah, they're our feeder club. Well, that's good. Let's see how we do then. Liverpool, West Ham's feeder club. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Right. Let's jog on. Let's jog on to... So, Sean decided to get a new theme tune made for the podcast without consulting any of the uh, cheers yeah, members on, on, on the no, podcast no, panel. Yeah. That's all right, guys. It's nice. We, 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 we've all had our input into it. Oh, yeah. no, we haven't. Oh, no, 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 no we, we, we weren't consulted. No. 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 It's a but it is Sean's podcast, though. Hey? Oh, absolutely. So, Chris Penfield, uh, an up-and-coming musician, <laughs> Penfield underscore CR. Uh, I'll just, just point out to the listeners that is Penfold, not pen. Pen, not Penfold. Penfold. Just, just in case you were wondering. Um, He's recorded something for us. He wants our feedback. Uh, so let's play it and get our feedback from the listeners. Here he is. 
There we have it, Chris Penfolds. We've come a long way, haven't we? Yeah, come yeah. a long way. So well, let us know what you think. Still a long way Please off. Please do uh, uh. tweet us at more TGA podcast or facebook.com forward slash more than just podcast is our <laughs> Facebook page for you to comment. Yes. I think our one should just be Sean singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sean singing. Uh, talking about that, yeah. there were some good old songs, wasn't there, at the uh, game. We can't oh, repeat nice them. Nice tie-in. But uh, you used to be blue, and now you're red. You look like when you tap your head. That was a good one. That was a good one. I did like that one, yeah. Get your And when we out. scored our second, everyone was on the chairs again. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Poor old card. Same old West Ham taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. Um, new features. So, as we said earlier when we played Fan of the Week, Fan of the Week is probably ended. Unless yeah. we get special cases like that. Or we can't think of anything else. Yeah. So, we're putting out there a few feature ideas for new features for the podcast. Um, I just can't keep coming up with the new things every year. Yeah, he came, uh, John came up with Fan of the I Week. Just can't we're keep, we're trying to keep it, it fresh each year and get something new. So what should our feature be this year? We, David Gold Question Time was season one. Defunct. Um, fan of the Week was season two. Season three is... You got an idea, George? I've got a couple of ideas. Let's go with it. What, I, with what it. idea do you... Do you have any ideas, Sean? Sure? I, I do. Take the piss out I, of me. I, 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 no, I don't know. My own, only idea, which I think you turned down, was uh, view from the oppo and get someone get in the opposition. And you no, Reece, I don't want Reece, that. Reece, do you have any ideas? Uh, I had an idea of kind of like um, a, a mastermind thing. So they'd set a topic and they'd get... To do with West Ham. To do with West Ham. Yeah. They have a minute to answer Specialist as many questions. Your whoever, specialist subject is. Whoever fan gets the most... But then the problem with this is that we needed to provide a prize. Yes, and we are... <laughs> what can yeah. we give as a prize each oh, week? we haven't mentioned that the Andy Carroll wig is going to be up for yeah. a prize. <laughs> it looks oh, so we appealing for the Andy Carroll week. Yeah, that's the one week. above <laughs> <laughs> the other 25? Well, we could have episodes. rounds. We could yeah. have rounds. That's what yeah. I meant. Like a one-off. At the end of the season, mm. wins the Andy Carroll The Andy Carroll yeah. week is yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've got an idea. Right, let's go I'm going to make idea. a jingle for it now. Yeah. Just to see if everyone likes it. Okay. <laughs> only one man who can answer it. It's time for Dear John. Yes, it is time for the first ever Dear John. Uh, this is and my it's absolutely the first I've heard of it. My idea, John has got no- knows nothing about it. Uh, the premise is uh, the fact that John's a very wise and uh, opinionated man. He will be able to help you with any <laughs> problems in your life, be it football related or non-football related. <laughs> I put... I put a post on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash more podcast, two hours ago, and we've had quite a few <laughs> comments. I've got a dear John afterwards, after you do then. Uh, I've, got, I've got to give credit to Terry Bonds for the title of the feature, because his before he posted, I didn't have one, but he started with, Dear John. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Terry. My cat isn't getting on with the cat next door. What should I do about it? Same thing that happened with us. Don't really care and let it run away. I already love this already. <laughs> this is the best feature ever. <laughs> yeah. There you go, go on. Sod West well, Ham. Can we just have an hour left home. Jog on. Just let Knock it go. Out. Let uh, it go. Terry Bonds also says, Dear John, where exactly does Ravel fit into the West Ham midfield? Well, 
as we were slightly discussing earlier, I think he's ideal fit. I reckon he might actually better play a second striker, to be honest. And I would maybe give him a chance. I like how no one's replied because this is all about John. John. Go on. Uh, And then I replied to that at this stage saying, Terry, I think you've just named this feature for us. Dear John. Any others? Roberto Betterton said, (laughs) Dear John, do you know the way to San Jose? Is <laughs> <laughs> it turned left at San Francisco? Is it? Good answer. Oh, is that a song? We don't know, but who else knows? <laughs> Next. Roberto Betterton also says, Dear John, what West Ham podcast do you recommend? <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Any one in particular? Would you Cheers. Um, no, to be honest, I don't listen to any. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, our very own Reese Jones has written in. He says, Dear John, I'm looking to start up a lemonade stand outside Waterloo Station. Should I sell lemonade by the cup or by the bottle? What do you think, John? I think you'd make more money by the cup, Reese. And why? Well, because it would be quick turnover. <laughs> I'd have to drink it <laughs> straight away. He's a man. Turn yeah. the bottles off. Can I, can I do my own, dear John? You yeah. can, of course, yeah. Dear John, I left my car in Langdon Crescent. It, um, very close, but not on a drop curb. I had to pay £265 to get it back from Newham Council. How can I get my money back? I don't think you can, mate. I think it's <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> you get what you do. Public announcement. If you ever drive to the game, do not park anywhere close to a drop curb. They will tow your car away. They won't tell you they've towed their car away and they will charge you 265 quid and you'll have to take another day off. So it'll take, don't take do you it. two days to find out that it has been towed yeah, away. Yeah, they will take you two days to find out they towed your it away. Kids so will don't cry do all it. the way home. Yeah. And you will get nicked by the police on the M25. There you go. So well, don't do it. There you well, go. Well, that was the first ever Dear John. Well done. Like it. Dear John. Well, this is as easy as that. That is Fan of the Week. Yeah, I, like I, I like cannot it. wait. For I'm not sure back. whether this is going for the whole season. Oh, John I, I might just it, get... I think, no, John, John doesn't mind it. Do you mind he, it, John? Yeah, uh, might just I get know. upset at this. Makes you centre of attention for... Yeah, yeah and I always love that. Yeah. 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 My events what what are we going to do on the days John can't attend the podcast? Dear Reese. We don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Can Fan I just can I just plug the fancy league that we're doing for more than just a podcast? The fancy league. So we've got a fancy league for um Premier League.com or fantasy Premier League.com. And uh we've we had ninety five people sign up uh before week one. I think we've I've got other people signing up and asking today, haven't we, George? We have. Uh so if you go to the Facebook group you can find the code unless you can remember it now. Um uh, we've got Trevor leading in first place. Uh, all four presenters are also in it, so we're going to be competitive. Uh, we're not at the end of game week one, so we won't mention who's leading at the moment or who's last place. But also, so we have a prize I'm for lost. first place. I'm in front of you, though, at the moment. You are yeah. by one point, but it's, it's not the end of the game week. We send out a wooden spoon for last place. There's someone with 12 points at the moment. Maybe <laughs> the winner of the Fantasy League and our league can get the uh, Andy Carroll wig. Yeah, so I think we will have a good prize in our end-of-season awards for whoever right. wins it, and uh, we'll see which. Mm. So if you haven't joined and Bell you've already done. got a team, can you still join in game week one? No, they'd ruin it. No, you can. You can, <laughs> you can. You can join. I think you, you miss out on a week's points. points yeah. 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 
So uh, the code is on our Facebook group, which is George. Facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. And that's about it. Oh, predictions. Predictions. Newcastle away. 2 0 West Ham. 1 0 West Ham. Easy. Easy. 3 0 West Ham. 2 0. Thank you for listening to the first Mornish Podcast podcast of the new season. It's been a scream. It has been fun. I like the what? I like the scream. You like the new feature? Yeah, it's sick. What the new feature? That's what kids do. I pick this up. What, be sick? It's sick. Sit down with the kids. Is, I'm really Thank you, you for listening. Impress me. To Morgan's podcast, podcast. It's goodbye from me, George. It's goodbye from Reese. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Sean. Farewell. And goodbye from John. Goodbye. Bye. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 